0: What is up, you beautiful people? Welcome back to the Built on Bitcoin podcast, where we cover all the innovation happening across the Bitcoin ecosystem. So that means Bitcoin main chain, Lightning, Stacks, RSK, Liquid, and anything else I can find. But typically it's those five. And yeah, this is a This Week in Bitcoin episode. So, doing just that, talking about all the things I saw in the past week. So, without further ado, There's not a ton this week, but let's just jump in. So on Bitcoin main chain, Bitcoin proper, the only real thing I saw this week, and it's a big one, is the white paper. The white paper was announced 12, 13 years ago to a crypto mailing list, uh, and it kind of set off all the stuff that's happened since then. So this beautiful nine page document put out by some guy named Satoshi Nakamoto, who might not be a guy. Might not be one person. We have no idea. Uh, Put out this great paper that truly is changing the world in some sense. So it's a pretty good time to revisit that little document and just get a, a grounding, if you will, in why we're trying to rebuild this new financial system. It's neutral, global, and out with all the old stuff that is making things seem to just go crazier and crazier. So yeah, that's what happened last week. The It's the anniversary of the Bitcoin white paper first seen in the world. So that's super, super cool. All right, next up, uh, moving over to Lightning. Uh, biggest news, and this is actually really huge. I'm super bullish on Jack Dorsey and his focus on Bitcoin as a payment system. And obviously Cash App, one of the biggest players out there. Uh, you know, I think everybody's using it. Like Cash App, Zelle, Zelle, and Venmo are like the apps that people use daily to transfer uh, value across to your friends and pay for things. I use it all the time. And Cash App is one of the best ones in my experience. And it's so easy because you just type in an address or you can scan a QR code. And so these user flows are getting ingrained in everyday patterns that easily can be mimicked to Lightning or crypto more broadly. So. With that said, Lightning is now integrated into Cash App. So you can now send directly to your Cash App, to all of its millions of users, uh, Lightning, just by scanning the QR code or dropping a Lightning address. So that's huge, huge, huge for bringing on a ton more users. And again, I think the, the killer feature is the fact that it's already using a UI flow that people are used to. So. If the benefits of Bitcoin as a store of value and neutral currency are valid, and the benefits of Lightning as a payment rail that's fast and pretty darn cheap, um, the killer feature on top of that is how do people use it that isn't cumbersome? And things like Cash App are just the perfect example of how to blend all those pieces. So that's huge news with Cash App integrating Lightning. Uh, next up, there's a a website. Apologies, called amboss.space. They do dashboards for different Bitcoin uh, data, and they now have a Lightning dashboard. So you can see things like number of channels, number of nodes, the basic fee rates at an easy glance, and you can see it over time. So, really well done. Site looks great, and you can get an image of the stability of Lightning over a period of time, not just the current snapshot. So that's super cool. And then there's a new exchange called Collider. So it's K-O-L-L-I-D-E-R. And they're the world's first Lightning native exchange. So you can uh, send a Lightning invoice and buy or transact some other currency in this super easy, fast way. Uh, I don't know a ton of specifics. That's kind of the headline I read, and I read a little bit below. But uh super good primitive to have. I also saw something called pair credit that's like a peer-to-peer market. They uses something kind of similar. So huge, huge, huge for lightning. Uh and then last thing on Lightning, it's actually bad news, which is earlier last month, Lightning went down due to a bug. There was a certain taproot transaction, I believe, that caused the network to freak out and wasn't making forward progress. So this happened again. Apparently it only affected uh, Lightning Labs nodes. So they have a certain development of the client called LND and uh, BlockStream and some others have different variants of Lightning integrations. Only the LND version was affected. So BlockStream wasn't, Uh, but yeah. So it's interesting that, you know, as things are starting to experiment more and more, the stability if you will, of Bitcoin is somewhat being tested in different ways. And it's it's abstracted above Bitcoin. Bitcoin keeps chugging along. But expect to see, as we experiment more, some of the stuff you've seen on other chains, whether it comes to stoppages and having to push hot fixes. I think we'll see this somewhat more and more. I mean, as Web 3 moves to Bitcoin, like stuff with Stacks and RSK, we will see more hacks. So... Uh, starting to see some of the headlines that you typically see on other chains start to come to Bitcoin it's probably a bullish sign overall even though it does suck so yeah that's lightning all right now we'll jump into Stacks which there's quite a bit that went on in Stacks but first a quick word from our sponsor
1: We all know Bitcoin is for the innovators, the revolutionaries, and the builders looking to build a better world for themselves and for the next generation. We also know the saying, the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. The next best time is right now. The same thing applies to building on Bitcoin. If you want to come build with the most active developer community, building new use cases for Bitcoin, then it's time you make the leap to learning Clarity. Clarity is the stack's smart contract programming layer which enables us to work on DeFi, smart contracts, and so much more, all built with the safety and security that comes with Bitcoin. Start today by going to start.stacks.org. Start.stacks.org has a five-step journey that will take you from complete Stacks novice to teaching you clarity all the way to finding a job with a Web3 Stacks startup. Don't wait another month, year, or decade waiting to get involved in the Bitcoin ecosystem. Start building on Bitcoin today. Go to start.stacks.org to start learning and building today.
0: All right. Thank you to my sponsor, as always. Uh, so first up on Stacks, Alex, which is DeFi on Bitcoin. They have been on testnet with their new order book. It allows you to put spot trades up for different assets, put up limit orders, and buy and sell stuff in this way, and this is a centralized way. So, their order book has been on testnet for the past few weeks, and they now use a new feature called pre settle trading, where before it even fully settles on stacks, which then eventually settles on Bitcoin, uh, certain transactions can actually be pretty much done in the moment or very fast, and you can get to using those assets in different ways before they fully settle on the uh, stacks main chain. So, I'm not sure about the specifics of that, but I mean, from a UI perspective, that sounds fantastic. So that's exciting, especially because one of the big limitations of Bitcoin and then Stacks because the way it links to Bitcoin is speed. So it's good for decentralization. It's good for security. Not great for UX and UI. All right, next up, there's a startup called Bitflow that's come from the pre-accelerator of Stacks. Uh, they released their alpha version of their stable swap decks. So a stable swap is just like something on Uniswap, but its only purpose is to trade stablecoin assets with minimal, minimal fees and minimal slippage. So that's its main target. Uh, And it acts as a protocol that you can either swap stables with, or it can be a middleware layer, where maybe it's easier to go from X token to a couple stables that swap to then another different token on the other side. So a ton of utility uh, it's a big thing on ETH. There's something called Curve that has crazy amounts of deposits, like $6 billion, uh tons of monthly volume. So the stablecoins market is huge, um, but there isn't much of it attached to anything besides ETH. So BitFlow is the first trying to bring it to life. Testnet is live currently. You can check out their Discord if you want to learn more, but super interested in that. All right, another one that came from the pre accelerator. There's a Startup called Liquidium, which is an NFT lending uh, platform and protocol. So, if you have an NFT that's worth a certain amount, you can take out a loan in stacks against it, say like ten percent of the value. And instead of having to sell it to get some liquidity, you can just borrow against it and pay a small amount of interest on that NFT. So, they just launched on testnet as well. Uh, I'll drop the links below if you want to check all this stuff out. But Super, super interesting. Starting to see more and more things that have been a thing on other chains start to move over to the Bitcoin space. All right. And last to close out Stacks, uh, these other two companies were from the Pre-Accelerator. And the Pre-Accelerator, which is called the Web3 Startup Lab, and the Stacks Accelerator are both taking applications now. So if you're an early stage founder, and you want to build on Bitcoin, but you're not really sure what to build or you're really, really early, not ready to fundraise or something yet, or in that growth stage, the startup lab is fantastic to get you the help you need. Uh, and if you go to web3startuplab.io, you can apply there. There's like two days left to apply. And then if you're more of a good fit or you've written some code, you have some things shipped and you want to grow faster or move fundraise to support that, The accelerator is a fantastic resource, especially if you want to come to Stacks or integrate Bitcoin in some way. Uh, The accelerator has the connections and fundraising ability to help you get over that. So applications for that are at Stacks.ac. There's a big button there. You can apply. I work at Stacks Ventures. I'm an analyst there. So if you apply, you might be hearing from me. All right. And then last but not least, I'm going to lump... RSK and Blockstream together because the main theme of this has been items that try to attach to Bitcoin as a sidechain have been having a rough time lately. So there was an update on Bitcoin Core a little bit ago and RSK was the first affected where their peg out solution was uh, affected and you couldn't take your RBTC off RSK and get it back out on Bitcoin mainchain. So those transactions, those peg out transactions, were being flagged as invalid in some way. And this is this is in the Bitcoin core uh software. So RSKs are working on a solution. There's an uh improvement proposal out to fix this, but nothing changed yet. And then now blockstream has also been affected. I'm not positive if it's the exact same problem, um, but similar issue. So main things affected peg. It. In is not affected. Peg out is affected. Blockroom appears to be working quicker than RSK, so they'll be pushing a fix for it faster, it looks like. They've already identified the problem. They've made a fix and just has to go out to their nodes. So TBD when that's going out. But yeah, pretty interesting to see um, some of these big chains. Just get, There's like, it's the nature of decentralization. But like Bitcoin and its side chains are on the same page because Bitcoin is obviously its own thing. Um, but it's it's interesting to see how these side chains and experiments are going to continue to dance and work with Bitcoin proper. Um, I think every time that happens, there's almost a I can see a push for either side of like let it be, you know, Bitcoin is Bitcoin, but also you start to see more talks around different BIPS that have been on the shelf for a while that maybe make more sense to solve some of these issues with minimal downside so something to watch i'll be keeping tabs on it but yeah interesting so yeah that is it for this week in bitcoin i am your humble host jacob brown but you'll see me around on the interwebs as jake blockchain if you enjoyed this uh do whatever you want you can share it You can just turn your phone off and go back to whatever you're doing, lift some heavy weights. But the best way to help me, if you'd like to, is listen to this podcast on Fountain. So I know you probably use Apple Podcasts or Spotify, whatever. I'm not here to judge. But if you really like crypto and Bitcoin and Lightning, the Fountain app integrates with Lightning so you can get paid to listen to podcasts. Or you can send me Lightning, super small amounts, for every minute you listen which is a super cool feature called streaming Sats, or as a boost, which is like a one-time tip. And you can say, thank you. So you can interact with the audience or the creator in ways that you can't on Spotify and Apple. And also, you know, give me some value for providing this content. So if you go on fountain and you check out both on Bitcoin and send me some stats, I will love you forever. But if not, I still love you forever. So that's it for this week in Bitcoin. I'll see you next week. Peace.
1: Welcome to Built On Bitcoin. I know that things don't always go your way, but I'll be right here waiting.
0: I've
1: been waiting now. I've been trying to figure out a way to make it out. Make it out because I don't think about everything going wrong.